A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Redman TV. It is the final word. Show Liverpool lost in the league, finally. Um, 3 nil to Watford. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it in the most unlikely ridiculous situation possible and be as shit as you can as well in the in the process. Um Chris Pajak, um Steve and George Stephen George joined us for this one. Uh, Chris, yeah, it was there was a weird sense of like gallows humour that kind of developed throughout watching that game where we all ended up with a bit annoyed and, and, and stunning and what have you, but we kind of like there was a bit of like laughter in the face of adversity of it all because it was it was it was an absolute barmy game of footing. This is what happens when you get rid of Buvach Paul. Yeah. <laughs> forget the 97 points, no, forget no, no. the European Cup, forget the form that we've been in. Klopp getting rid of Buvac is the reason. No, it's not. It's not. We missed out on Nabil Fakir and we needed <laughs> Nabil Fakir to break the lines. What else have we got anymore? Didn't replace Coutinho. Didn't replace Coutinho. <laughs> Didn't replace, replace Coutinho, mate. I think. You know what I mean? You spend, it's only spent £8 million on a left-back. If you spend your week playing with coconuts, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you're like, you're like is there, is there, you're, so uh, lads out, are we going to plan on who's Mark and Troy? No. <laughs> I have an interesting <laughs> yeah. This what happens. That was that was that was literally the part of the, the Did hour. Did you know Jurgen Klopp was 3 0 to Watford? <laughs> oh, I don't know why he's Indian. Um, the, um, uh, it was it was Barbie, what it I mean, yeah, the genuinely one of the worst performances. But Chris, gotta take positives. It was a big win for Arsenal. And everybody else, not mm. just Arsenal. I mean Arsenal. But especially enjoyed it, Arsenal. Arsenal enjoyed it the most. But like everybody enjoyed it, didn't they? And, you I, know, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, I understand. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, there's been a bit of an outpour in both ways. I mean, there's a few people I, I like. Like, I, I, saw Arsenal, I saw Arsenal fans say, "I'd rather win that gold Premier League trophy than a European Cup." Really? You would say that though, wouldn't you? Know, you? Yeah, when you've only won it's that, the only then thing. you haven't won yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the Man City fans going, "Oh, the league." League's more important than the European Cup. Yeah, all right. Try it. <laughs> Try it and report back. Have a go and see what you prefer. They've been trying for 120 years. Yeah, don't be like, uh, Coke's better than Pepsi when you've not. You've only tried one of the two. Do take the challenge. See what you see. What you fancy. Um, you know, I, it was. You're right. There's been an output. I don't mind. People who hate Liverpool can hate Liverpool and they can react to this the way they want. I love the fact that this is what Arsenal fans have got left. Because everyone forgot they did this last year when we lost to City as well. They were all sat there shitting themselves in case Liverpool did it because it's the last thing they've got. Um, so fair play. I did enjoy the Nottingham Forest uh, oh, admin yeah, getting mm. our, having our back about how many how many European Cups they won on. Can they never open the bottle of champagne? Yeah. Just take a moment for that. Yeah, let's just let's just acknowledge that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. He's a funny, he's a funny cat, isn't he? He's just a, he's a character, isn't he? Um, <laughs> He's not a character at all. He's someone who... It's what happens when people who aren't characters try to be characters. 
is what he, Gary Neville is. Yeah, I uh, I find that funny. That's just going to be a gift in May when we uh, win oh, the league. It is, it's just going to be tons of celebrating Gary Neville um, champagne bottle moments. It was, it, I actually quite thought some of it was quite funny. Like I, it, you mentioned Gallows, you know, I was just I was all over it. Like mm. if you can't laugh at like your lad getting the three the three nil lead and then celebrating the crowd and a giant hornet comes over and mobs them. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. can't laugh at yourself in that situation, then you're never going to laugh at yourself because that's, I mean, that, their mascot goes for it. Oh, he does? Yeah, he... he, he I mean, as, like, maybe Mighty Red... Yeah, maybe Mighty Red needs to, to pull his finger out so maybe he's got a bit cocky as well because, I mean, their mascot was in the crowd and ours was like, nowhere to be seen. Yeah, we've seen this first hand, haven't we, Chris? <laughs> Harry the Hornet. Harry the Hornet, yeah. yeah. I, 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 Harry the Hornet's a beast. Man he gets all the kids involved, doesn't he? Like, we, and we, genuine, genuine thing. Do you remember when he beat us last time up. and he'd done the knee slide? Absolutely brilliant. Well, we saw it, didn't we, when we were there, when the, the aforementioned 3 0 loss, the disastrous one they had in Bogdan, Martin Skittle, Lucas Lever, and loss. And um, yeah, Harry the Hornet is like, Encouraging all the kids to stand up, and it's not—it doesn't feel pedo at all. It actually works really well, and he gets them all singing and all that kind of stuff. I, 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 Maybe I, that's what we need. We need to take Mighty Red with us next time. Well, that's what we're lacking today. You can't go invincible unless you've got, you've got a mask. I look, Gunnosaurus is bang into it. Like <laughs> is all I'm saying. And we've got Mighty Red, and we're kicking off because Mighty Red exists. Embrace Mighty Red. He's the missing. He might be the missing piece. The missing piece of the puzzle. Play my centre half. Next year. <laughs> Next year. Play my centre half. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> Can we, let, let's, let's talk about it then, the, the elephant in the room, as it were. Um, like, judge it, loads of people are blaming Lover, and I, and, I, and I I was amongst them. What I've seen is then there's a, a reaction of loads of people going, ah, 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 everyone was crap. And everyone was crap. But Dejan Lover was fucking shy. Yeah, I think fans, I said it in his post-match and he was saying you know we weren't creative up top which is at the end of the day yeah we left three in but we also didn't score three which is an issue mm. but uh, I do agree that you can't put the blame on one person as such but Lovren did have an absolutely awful game um, and it didn't help that everyone else seemed to just be below par and it, but it, he just stood out anyway. Well, it was me, I was talking to my dad about this and he said what Lovren's done there is put paid to the notion that anyone can play centre half of Van Dyke. Basically, even Van Dyke was going fucking his, his hair came out yeah. and every and Van Dyke lost the plot. He was I so think, he was so stressed out I by think the situation. I've never seen him scream for a ball as much as he did against Watford. It was um, I think I've never seen him lose as cool as much as he did there. And to yeah. be fair, I think anybody would in that it was, position. It was just mad, Chris. I I, I look. We're allowed to say when players are bad, by the way, without, you know, and, and the, the thing with Lovren, if he was any other centre-half, like if Joe Gomez has that game, you can write, you can kind of write it off. There'll be loads of people who wouldn't, but you can generally kind of write it off. I think even if Matt, like Matt had that mad five minutes against West Ham and we just laughed our heads off about it. Now, if we'd lost points as a result of it, that that might have changed the attitude. The thing about Dejan Lovren is, he's, he's, he's just, it's, it's Dejan Lovren. No. You know what you're getting with him, and he's, only, he's always going to have this game in his locker. Yeah, and look, he's been he's been brilliant for a long mm. time for us. You know, I reckon two years really, in between last time, yeah. in between ridiculous performances, and but he had one yesterday, and there's no hiding from that fact. And the the most annoying thing is it's the type of games he's supposed to thrive in that he fucks up in. Mm. It's those because I don't know whether he's on edge because he knows he's going to go into a physical battle and he tries to get round the front or put put his arms all over the striker. I mean, there was just time and time again where. They just stood still. Like the goal that they got from the throw-in, 
he just bounces over Dini because Lovren's got his arms on him and won't let him jump. And everyone else switches off at the same time, but Lovren's got to do better, yeah. first and foremost. Everyone was crap, but he was the worst of the crap, yeah. and therefore he was the worst player on the pitch. Steve, you spend the weekend climbing up onto the Isle of Dejan Lovren Hill. Um, do you want to justify your stance? Lonely place, that, I think. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's, that's false. Um, <laughs> I don't think he was the worst player. He I thought the, the right-back was worse for the start. You Trent overall was worse than He, he, he did nothing. Mm. Like, nothing, nothing right. Not one cross went to one of our lads' heads. He plays the ball to their lads. The only assist he had all game was for them. <laughs> and, and this, and I am not saying Lovren was good because he's crap and he yeah. shouldn't. I, he needs to go because the scars are there. If Liverpool brought in a new fourth choice centre half and he was of Dejan Lovren's level, but his name was Mike Smith, yeah, and he was all right and he was signed, everyone would be like, yeah, signed. Like if we have Nat Phillips as our fourth choice centre half, who played against Everton and, and got ran ragged by Carvalhoon for a while. But because he's not Phillips, you kind of let him off with it. Yeah. That's the Dejan is in the same way Moreno had to go and yeah. Mignolet had to go. Yeah, they were 100%. they were all like good, they were sound, below par players, whatever. But they just carried that over with them. And he's the only he's the only one that's left because it was him and Henderson, and Henderson's come out the other side of it. Yeah. So and then so it's him. Mm-hmm. So he does need to leave and Liverpool needs to get a new fourth choice centre half and it's for everyone's sake. But like that first goal, for example, the ball bounces dead eye over his head. And his mate in that situation should bail him out. And two of them don't. Mm-hmm. Two of them are gone. But they're switched off. Like Fabinho I, switches off. All of them. And you know, Robertson's flat footed and, and Van Dyke's just standing st- So that's the thing is that if your mates have a hard time sometimes, I think it's unfair to say, you know, Van Dyke was made to look crap because Lovren was crap. Well, you can still bail your mate out. I mean, there's, there's like that the second goal, is it? When when they think the ball's gone for a throw-in. Van Dyke just stops because he thinks it's gone for a throw-in. Mm. That's mm. crap. Yeah. You know, that, that, that is crap. And Lovren's not good for it either, don't get me wrong, he's not great for the other ones. So they were, they, that's what I'm saying is that he was bad. It was a collective shit show. Like Every yeah. single one of them, our best player was the goalie and he left three goals in. Yeah. And that, that's, that's where we was, is that I agree, Lovren shouldn't play for Liverpool, no they should let him go in the summer. But I think to say Liverpool lost 3-0 at Watford because of Dejan Lovren, I thought that was harsh. Uh, I, I think oh, right I think yeah, Liverpool that... lost 3-0 at Watford because 11, 10, 10 lads play, had an absolute shocker. Yeah. It just so happened that they, they targeted Lovren. Because, and it, rightly yeah. so, because you're not going to... Surely Dini was oh, well, rubbing his hands. Yeah, 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 he Absolutely. was. But yeah. My, my issue with, let's say, going back to the, the, the throwing one, yes, Fabinho switches off. Yes, Andy Robertson should probably get in front of his man. Yes, Van Dijk's on an island. But all three of them are expecting Lovren to do something. Yeah. And, you know, if you're as part of a defence, you can't guess that your player who's right near the ball isn't going to attempt to win the ball. That you're not, you're not thinking that that's even an option. Yeah, but then they're thinking like, that he's going to head the ball but or that he's going to get the ball. Yeah, but they're attackers, you know, you know that. Yeah, but the, you know Van Dijk's the best defender in the world. You could see from miles off. Shit, that ball's bouncing over his head. Well, you're saying it's, it's different. different. Yeah, by that logic, if you're saying he's the best defender in the world, then he's right, isn't he? And Lovren's wrong. No, I agree. Listen, Lovren missed the ball. He should have. He didn't go for the ball. Yeah, he missed it. the ball. Yeah. The one thing that it. annoys me about Lovren, and I think it, it's highlighted by the fact that Van Dijk's the complete opposite, is Van Dijk is happy to go in all, all game without having to make a tackle. 
he's perfectly happy in that he's done his job. Lovren has to get involved. Yeah. Doesn't matter in what sense. Doesn't matter. Troy Dean, you don't need to be that close to him in that yeah, space. It's thing. okay to give, but you have to get involved. It's like he's seeing like Liverpool fans love for Skirtle and Agger and like that kind of tough nose sort of mm-hmm. centre back and does. I'll be that. And he has, it's like, and but look, you don't need to be every his game. His best moments have come with the, you know the, the moments that you remember of Lovren are of you know, big headers Dortmund, you know big headers mm-hmm. uh, Champions League final Real Madrid. You know the, the yeah, he's got those big moments in him, but he's the kind of player I think who, if he was a boxer, it's like getting it, getting taking taking a big dig and getting staggered, and instead of just running away to him, to get out the round and sit down and compose himself, he just goes with a flurry. He just he, he reacts by being more the only way by he, being more it's like hit. Pickford. Yeah. Pickford's exactly the same. When Pickford makes a mistake, he tries to do something. The only the only way the Troy Deeney's ever effective really. Is if you get him into a fight. Yeah. When I watched Man City play them a while ago, and they just didn't go near him. They just said, "We don't trust your first touch is good enough. Yeah. You can just win that ball uncontested, and one of our lads just take it off you." So, and that once you get into that fight with, you're better with him. Just say, "We're not going to, we're not going to touch you. Let them go long to you, mate, yeah. and we'll, we'll deal with the second ball." Where when Lovren, I agree, is that he's not even that good at doing this. That's the thing. Yeah. What he's good at, he's actually good at sweeping sometimes, and you know, mm. clearing around the back. He isn't great in the air. He's a he's much not... better defender when he's tasked with just defending yeah. and not having to be a hero and be a... You know, yeah. like, but there was this no might need be like, to do that no, in no. that game. This might be... A, this, this, I think this... Look, my thinking on this might be a defence to Lovren. You're left with a choice between him and Matip yeah. and you're told you're going into a game that's going to be a big fight. You're picking Lovren, aren't you? No. No. You still picking Matip? Yeah, I think so. I think Matip's a better player. I think Matip's I, a better player, but I think on paper. I, but, I, the, but the logic, I, I understand the, the logic. Yeah. No, I think I got. I, I no, think I Matip mean, was playing at some fucking level last season when we when he he was he was playing as well as Van Dijk last season. Lovren's never played as well as Van Dijk. He's he's never he's gone through two years of not fucking up, but he's not excelled. Mm. That's the difference. Matip's excelled. I found, I found this. I found this. I, I, I even wrote on Twitter. That I very rarely do that because couldn't be asked. I was like, that's a bit of a surprise. Like, I don't understand. Unless it's a fitness thing where he, maybe Matip's 90% and Lovren's 100 It kind of did. It made no sense in that. That's the exact game I don't want Lovren in. I, I'm, I disagree in that. If I think it's going to be a fight, I, that's, I don't want him anywhere near that. Okay. I want him in the game where he's playing against one up front and Van Dijk can go and help him out and he can kind of nip in when he needs to do it. The last thing I want is Lovren playing against Troy Deeney, because there's only, there's only going to be one fella who wins that. And I, I found it odd that in that, like if, you, if that's what you're expecting, if you're expecting a big battle, then you, that team didn't make sense. Like, Chamberlain doesn't play midfield in a big battle in game. Yeah. It, 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 it's, but it was, he was. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, yeah, that's the opposite. You, you, I think he would have liked Milner. But then, then, then you know that Watford are going to sit back, and they did for large yeah. portions of the game, but there was one player that they let have the ball all the time without pressing. And that was Dejan Lovren. And to an extent, they left Van Dijk have a, have a lot of the ball. And, he did and play one fantastic ball in defeat, ball into but that, that was... It was a brilliant ball into mouth, but it was the wrong ball. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was a stupid ball. It worked, don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's not a ball that you can consistently complete and, and Mo win, win out on. Dejan Lovren is not a great passer of the ball. He's not good when he gets into a physical battle. And he's not someone you want on the ball in loads of space because he does random shit. Yeah. He's you got, can't, you, you just, the rest of the team go, where the fuck did that come got, from? Why, why is he doing that? Well, we were talking about this the other day. He's got a bit of like Emre Chan at this, where he, in a system, you, you, you do the most obvious thing 
a lot of the time is because it's planned, because everyone else knows what you're doing. That's what a team is, that's what a system is. And then Richard did a lot of this. He's like, that's the most obvious ball. Ha ha ha. I'm not going to play the ball you think I'm going to play. And we'll creep and go back the other way. And it's like, great, mate, you've played one pass that no one expected, but you fucked the entire move up because everyone else expects it to go to him, to him, to him. And you've completely changed it for what? Because you thought it was a good idea to, to, to do something, and Lovren's got Lovren has got a bit of that. The the, the issue is with with the, one of the one of the issues with him is he yeah he, he get once he's got himself as I said already what well, he kind of gets himself into he gets himself into trouble and there's there's no coming back for that. And I get the fight side of things, and that's I think he we all looked at that first half and said Watford have got a bit more aggression than us here. They're leaving they're leaving the boot in. They're trying to get in our faces. They're being a bit dirty. And I wonder whether Lovren's gone. Okay, cool. Well, I can do. I can fight fire with fire. You don't need it from your centre halves. We needed it from the midfielders. We needed it from the fullbacks. We needed it from the forwards. And I wonder whether their whole game plan fell down on that thing of whether the mentality of our team. We talk about the mentality, monster chance, whatever. Trent Alexander-Arnold getting snapped in the first half, and you just wonder all of a sudden where they're thinking. I kind of want to be fit for Atletico. I kind of want to be fit for the running. I can't. Do I really need to go all in in a game away away from Watford? And I felt like we lost the mentality battle in, in that regard, which is mad to say for a team that's so strong mentally. I think the captain not being there is a big one. Yeah, I think again, I don't know. I don't think it's a, an aggression thing. I think what what Henderson to an extent Milner brings as well is the I don't know the we start again like we haven't we mm-hmm. we 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 win the right to play, you earn the right to play every single game. We haven't lost yet. We're great. We're brilliant. But we're not just going to stroll in here and win. And that it didn't feel. It felt like Liverpool turns up with a bit of that about them. Mm-hmm. Where you know a lack of humility. I remember Chris Wilder saying Liverpool are humble. Even you know to play in Sheffield United, they expect to win, but he's still absolutely great. Yeah. yeah, and it didn't. It didn't feel like that. And again, it was across the board. They were all. I was, they were all useless. I, I had a theory that maybe you know the injury to Delafeu might have affected Van Dijk a little bit in that. Because it would if you know you've snapped someone's knee. Maybe it's in your head. I don't yeah. know. But he didn't look right as well. It was just. It was one of those days where. In hindsight, if you're all gonna have that game, you might have it all together in a game with that yeah. hope. You know, again, the unbeaten season would have been amazing, but it shouldn't cost us in the long run. Where going into the Champions League games and the FA Cup and stuff, maybe it, it is a bit of a kick up the arse because. But the problem, the thing is, the West Ham should have been that kick up the arse. Mm. Oh yeah, we, you know, Norwich, I mean, we, Norwich, yeah. Norwich. Yeah. We, be, we haven't been good since the break. We yeah. haven't really, no. but it's it's. And people saying like, you know, we, we only let three in with with we you know. Got which Lovren's fault. Like we should have got beat by West Ham. Yeah. You know their goalie threw two in and we weren't great. Yeah. So it has. It's, and goal, and Lovren wasn't on the pitch. It was That's goal, the annoying so thing though, because the, 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 this logic is it's been coming. It has. Mm-hmm. But not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's true. But also, but they should. But there should have been. They should have been the warning signs. The warning signs have been posted loud and clear. Um. Again, but I don't know. It, it happens, doesn't it? I think it's a. It's yeah. a, a no, copism no, and it's footy. Look, you know. Every every team gets beaten. Yeah. Every team, you know, that Arsenal's invincible side may have gone through a league season unbeaten. They got beaten. They were still the same team at some point. They got beat. It's what happens. We're a ridiculous amount of games in. It was like the fucking last day of February or whatever, and we got beaten in the league. That Man City side that was Centurions got beaten. Yeah. You know, they've posted the highest point tally ever in Premier League history, and maybe we'll go one ahead of that. But that's what happens. Football happens like that. To be fair to Watford, I don't think any of us have said it, but we probably all think it. They played brilliantly. They, mm-hmm. they played absolutely brilliantly. But two things needed to happen for them to win the game. We needed to have an off day, 
and they needed to play brilliantly, and both of those things happened. It was a bad time, as much as it is, it's a bad time to play them, because, as I say, they had that attitude of, they kind of don't care to pick yellow cards up, so they'll, they'll go for ankles, mm. and they'll leave studs up here and there, and if someone gets sent off, well, it's just fighting spirit, isn't it? It's just them giving their all towards staying up. They don't care if our players get injured. They don't care if whatever they had, a, they had nothing to lose in that game. And I've seen a number of teams, George, and we'll see it between now and the end of the season, where teams have got nothing to lose, but they've already mentally lost. Mm. Whereas Watford went into that game, I haven't seen Norwich pick up points and thought... I thought it was very similar to when we played them at home. And yeah. um, they were like, they were it was I think it was Nigel Pearson's first game in charge of them, and they were good. Like yeah. they they played really well, and that was when I thought you know we might drop points against them at a draw or something. But when we watched them uh, the other night, and I thought that, again it's a good side. I thought Delafeo was going to pick up one, obviously it, with his injury and things. But I think everybody's unspokenly give them credit it's not like we've yeah. got absolutely turned oh, over by an awful side we've got beat three if, you know if, if, they, if they, they stick a one nil you can afford to be a bit churlish on it can't you when you've mm. got beat three nil I mean there's no, that's Watford Watford you've done that the defenders were brilliant yeah. mm. both of them like all of them they, they were doing they, they headed everything away they cleared everything they blocked everything we didn't really have a chance we, one goal, shot on target yeah, that, right? and it was Robertson's one which yeah. wasn't not, I mean, like they didn't give us a sniff and that's fair play. Like I thought they were really, really good. I'm surprised that you know the down there. I'd, I'd expect them to stay up based on what I've seen over the, the, the again the two games we've played against them. They, they have been good. And at Anfield, it was only the lads saw couldn't hit a cow's ass with banjo. Yeah. Could he, but then he, he he put that right to there. And, he, yeah. and it's it's one of those where you know like Manny was saying, didn't he? Like you know, look after, look after, look, <laughs> he's a shy boy. Look after him. That didn't go well. They had to make <laughs> they had to make a day up that doesn't exist yeah. for us to play on. Yeah, because we couldn't lose any other way. <laughs> so, some fella in China's brought this mad disease up. So they're doing everything they can to try and to try and fuck us over here. Yeah. we have to just kind of get battle our way through it. I did like the, I did like the notion of there's not gonna, we're not going to be worried about any on this day reminders <laughs> yeah. of that game yeah, for another four, four years, years which yeah, is great. It's, I just think like we were completely outplayed in every you know the, the manager got his their manager outmanaged Klopp, which yeah. very very rarely have ever happened. The tactics were spot on. They, they had the game plan to a T. And we just we we just weren't good, and you know we made subs and like didn't really do anything. That didn't impact the game. Was... You know, Minamino, Lalana done all right. Origi offered nothing. It was like everything we tried just absolutely failed. And you know, when when you see a sub warming up, usually you, you kind of get an inkling who's going off. Yeah. And I was, it could be any of them. Yeah. He could take any of these I, off and it, be. It was interesting. I was watching the the League Cup final on Sunday, and they they brought De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva on. And there's a point where you're Aston Villa and you just go, you must just go, oh God. Like we've had, you know, we're still in this, but they've just brought the big guns on. And there's a, there's a converse that happened with us there where Liverpool the made themselves weaker. changed the game as well. Like if you watch the, like De Bruyne and, and Bernardo Silva change the game, it picked up. It yeah. brought that. Origi came on, nothing new happened. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure where he was playing, whether he was on the wing, whether he was up top. Yeah. Like he was just wandering. And then we brought Lalana on, and I thought maybe that that is. Again, he got, he got it's on the ball. He's a good player, it's but he's not a glad the game by the scruff of the neck player. Exactly. And I don't understand. We argued about Ox getting a chance to start, and he did nothing again. Yeah. 
And and that's the most frustrating thing because he has a game where he comes on as a sub. If he would have come on as a sub in that game instead of Lallana, yeah. different type of player. 100%. But to start that game, he just offered nothing. I mean, he, he, deserved, he deserved the start. And that's what's frustrating. But this, is, but this is the awkward situation we've been in, Steve, since the winter break. And, it, and it's... I think he's lost rhythm. We've also... He's now trying to get all the players. And I said this prior to the first game back. It's like, we've got to somehow... There's loads of players you need to play, but these are not the games you need to play them in. Like, this... I mean, I don't know. Was Kate injured? Do we know? Yeah, he said something like sore hips. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a shame. Because, ironically, he, this was probably the game for him. And Ox coming off the bench, as opposed mm. to what we saw... I think Fabinho's an issue as well. Yeah. Minute, I think Fabinho's a big issue in that he hasn't been good since he came back. No. He hasn't really done it. He, he looks... His reactions look at, uh, uh, beat off. Yeah. Like he's usually so instinctive and stuff. Like everything seems a little bit slow. You don't, like that. You, just, you, you don't need you, Fabinho you really in these off. games, Steve. That's the thing. You, or, or you need Fabinho. A perfect in form Fabinho is fine because he's so good. It doesn't really matter. But it, again, in the game, you need a Genie Wijnaldum in the six, or you need a Jordan Henderson in the six for that. It was a bit of a waste of Fabinho, but we, but he needs to play. Because you've got to get him, and it's not like we've, without Henderson, we've not quite, and without Milner, we've not quite got the options. Yeah, it's, it's I think way. I think you know I agree with Steve. I think Fabinho hasn't been on top form clearly, but the midfield setup was all wrong for me. They were they were miles away from Fabinho. Yeah. They didn't give him any options, and you know some of that's down to Watford and their positioning and, and stuff, and some of that's down to our lads not be, not dropping deep, coming for it. They were, like Chamberlain spent more time where Firmino is. Than in the midfield, offering himself for a pass, yeah. and you know Fabinho's great at those switches and hitting the balls over the top when the space behind. There wasn't any of that for him to. He couldn't use that skill. It one of his best assets yeah. because there was just there was just too many defenders there, and the way that they had almost five at the back cut space out for the forwards. So when they ran inside, there was just three centre backs. So that was dead hard to get the Mane and Salah the ball. Firmino started to drop deep. There was no one there. There was just a pass back to Fabinho or another centre half. The midfield has been, you know, I think until Henderson gets back in there, I don't want to go overboard on this, but that's going to take a little bit of time to work on. You know, Fabinho, Wijnaldum plus one isn't our midfield. Yeah. Our midfield is Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and Henderson, and it's a really, it's like the fucking, it's it's like its own little ecosystem. It's really finely tuned. It's really finely balanced. When you take one of those players out, it will take time to get mm. get that level of understanding. I think the kite thing's an issue as well. In that, I, I'm a, I'm a kite fan. I think he's when he plays, is he just isn't playing enough. Yeah. It's every so often he's just gone, and it, it, it's it's so frustrating that you got so then you, even though you look at your bench now and it's like when well, you've got to bring Lallana on and you've got because you, you've got no you've got no one else mm-hmm. because you, and again I'm not just saying it's his because you know loads of people get injured it just seems with Kiter is that it's more well, we had this common with, we had this with Sturridge didn't we it's a bit, where yeah. it's hard you, you naturally start blaming lads who are not fit and it's not his fault it's just but then you get into that I mean at least Klopp's not come out and said Naby needs to know the difference between pain and real pain because that'll be the end of Naby Kater won't it the second he says he, he puts that in everyone's minds but no you're right there's a, there's a frustration with that because I think the Liverpool's I, I, whether it's the best midfield, the best midfield for teams in the bottom third or the, or the bottom half of the table for me is Henderson, Wijnaldum, Cater. You know what we started to see in this in December when Fabinho went out, when Cater was adding goals to his adding goals from from midfield, and we just we Henderson was able to play every blade of grass all of a sudden. Um, but we're having to try and make things work, and you're right, the balance was all over the place. Oxley Chamberlain was was one of the reasons for that, and then you're left with a situation where it reminded me of Burnley away. 
three seasons ago. Well, we had 40 shots and got beat 2 Except now. without the shots. <laughs> Just crosses. Know, yeah, exactly. We had, we had, we had no, <laughs> Mane was missing for that game, wasn't he, after, we, after he'd scored against Arsenal on his, on his debut. And we just were like, what the hell do we do against all these lads in front of us? Except we had all our boss lads up front, for, just for whatever reason. They were crap, well. they, they, were crap though. They, they were crap, those three. Yeah. Absolutely crap. Yeah. And it wasn't a case of like, he couldn't pass the ball. Yeah. It, was like, it was like, I've never seen it like it. Just, we were all of us, like, just passes going off for throw-ins. Or like straight to their lads or touches off. It was just like, and it, it, it's almost like, a, again, like, but topical, but like, it's like a, it's like an epidemic, isn't it? It's like yeah. One fella gets it, and then all of a sudden, it's 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 yeah. it's 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 his touch be that poor, yeah. and like like a little layoff to to, to Alcantara Arnold just goes for a throw in. Or it, it, it's, it's funny because everyone's playing the, the winter break. Georgia, but the... even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I can I get it because obviously the lot there's clearly a lack of rhythm there or whatever, and we've said you're going to see the benefits of it. We'll, we'll never we'll never be able to truly know, but the benefits will be seen when they're a bit fitter at the end of the season. One thing I thought Andy Robertson showed the point of the winter break because I thought he looked really good and he didn't he looked fitter than he's probably looked yeah. for 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 a long time. So if we're looking for shoots of positivity. The yeah. fact that Robbo was able to put in that level of a that level of a, a, a shift in shows that there's something there's something to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I think we're blaming the winter break because it's the kind of obvious. I think as well we've got to look into the fact that Hendo's out, which is massive. Also, James Milner's been out, and and the fact that they're two key experienced players, not just technically, not they're the people that you want on the pitch to show things up, and that's one thing that we, we didn't have. It looked kind of a bit hopeless when we were there was nobody on there being like. Let's just not even calm it down, but this is what we do. This is let's get back to it, and I, I do think that I think Robbo had a, a a a decent a good game. I think on the other hand, though, Trent had an absolute 
awful game and yeah. I think again it's another it's another one in the I generally believe he needs a break of some sort of mm. a rest whether that's mentally physically or whatever but I I, I realized because I thought oh, isn't it good Mo Salah's like I've never seen him track back like as as much and I thought but why is he tracking oh because Trent's half asleep like yeah. that's yeah, for me I look I, I don't think Trent's had a good game I think he had a bad game I think he makes a terrible mistake for his their third when he play, tries to play it back for Allison but also he's not a fucking magician mm. like yeah. you, you can give him the ball on the halfway line but if there's <laughs> ten lads between him and his next pass. He ain't going to be able to do it. Yeah. And what we saw was an over-reliance on Trent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's yeah. been able to pull it out so often for us that you become reliant on I'm, it. And you're almost like, well, what do we do now? Yeah. Trent's passion's not working. Well, he's allowed an off game. Everyone's allowed an off that's game. That's what we said the other, the other day of how young he is. He's a kid. like, yeah. And we are relying so heavily on this kid. Like it, it's great because he's so talented, but when he does have his off days, you need to give him that little yeah. leeway because he is. A we're not kid. far removed at all from the days when him and Joe Gomez were in rotation for the right back position. Mm. And they were young talents. And like, now he has to start every game because he's so he's so good. And there's no one else there. Yeah. No, there's literally no one else you can play right back. Is Hendo maybe Milner maybe? That's about it. You're probably not throwing. Or you're throwing yeah, exactly. Or you throw Nico Williams. In. It wasn't even on the bench. It was yeah, Hugo, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Hugo, it's, it's, yeah. I think you can underestimate Gomez. Again, we've mentioned the, the fact that it's, you know, Lovren's in and that made an issue. Like, how good Van Dijk and Gomez are as a pair? I mean, it, it's up there with the best I've seen for mm. Liverpool, personally. You know, like, I go back to, you know, Hippie Honcho and then it was Carragher Hippie for a while, wasn't it? And they were, they were really good. Like, the goal, statistically, the Van Dijk-Gomez partnership has been out of this world good. And, you know, maybe there's, you know, as, as much as everyone lords Van Dijk, maybe Gomez deserves but, you know, it's, it's not, it can't obviously just be him, because it, 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 as, as a duo, and, may, and then maybe that makes Trent look better because he's got Gomez on that side and he doesn't have to worry about other, you know, it's a big, it's a collective, it was a collective shit show, basically, of, yeah. you know, missing lads, injuries, through injury and fitness, and then we, a poor game, and then their tactics completely nullified us in that. Our creative outlets are Trent and Andy Robertson. That's that's what we do at the minute, and that's fine. But like you said, if they've got a back six, there's no it's no surprise for twenty four crossing and not one it's finding head mm -hmm. because they've got big giant grocks at the back and we've got most other on own up front. It's you know Lord of Averages is they're probably going to do it in that. That's where it's it's a shame like Kaita. There's no Kaita. There's no Shakiri because mm -hmm. you you need all right. It's, it's a, a if, bit if of spark. If you're a club and you're thinking Plan A is Trent. Or plan A, maybe I don't know. It's Trent. That's not working. Well, what can I do? And his, his first change had to be Adam Lallana. Mm. Yeah. Well, Adam Lallana hasn't been that player for four years. He was a creative player in his second season. Maybe other than that, he's not. Mm -hmm. He's a bit of a graft, I know. Yeah. He's a bit. He's a bit of a, a skinnier James Milner. He just runs around and gets. Lallana, you want on when you're one nil ahead yeah. and you want to keep, keep it going. And... We, you know, the lack of creativity, and it's not. You know, we don't. We do have them in the squad. They were just all out. Lallana's a good move as part of a, a wider sweeping changes. Really going for a kind of thing like we saw it in the charity shield. And we, when, we, when you bring him on, you bring him and cater on, and all of a sudden you can just play twenty yards you know, the pitch because the they're very tidy yeah. around the edge of the box. We did that at Old Trafford, Cater yeah. and uh, Cater and Alana yeah. come on and change the game. Yeah, it's he's not going to do it on his own. We left him to be all of a sudden he was right. Everyone was in front of him <laughs> and he's floating around ten yards inside there half with the ball, being asked to pick out these killer balls, which is like 
if Lallana could do that, and he can, like, he can all do it to some extent, and he's not bad at doing it. He, he played a couple of decent passes. It's the post, but he know. doesn't. He's not a guy. He's not an assist merchant, is he? And mm. he's unlucky because he because he hits the post, so he does come close to having a really tangible impact on it. But it doesn't feel like a. It feels like you you're hoping Lallana's gonna, hoping he's gonna pull something out. Not like right. Here's the here's the backup plan. The backup plan is this, and we know we know that this is going to work for us. It was a bit also like you know you can talk about the substitutions, but like you've got to talk about the system as well. Yeah. I mean, at any point during this season, of Liverpool had a Rigi on the left, Salah up top, Mane on the right, and Firmino in a ten. Like that's a roll of the dice, big time, mm. and it didn't work. Mm. We've not done that. I've I don't think ever. I've generally yet to see a Rigi be effective on the wing. I I I, I argue that quite a lot because I think as a striker he's really really talented in that striker role he's he's good with his feet in kind of the same way Torres was but he's also got that in behind that physical presence on the wing I don't see him offer I feel like he's wasted out I, there I, I, I get it and I think in that game I'm turning around saying that we should have just in, given the way we were playing we should have just put him centre forward because he's the kind of lad that if you just give him you a can little get ahead. Yeah, exactly get, ahead. get a little stiff he'll stick it in because he's like that I th- I think he can be useful on the wing. I think I've seen I've seen uh, you know, and unfortunately, I'm probably the games that immediately spring to mind are probably games from last season. To be fair, but like you know, he's got that ability. He can go, but he's he's not afraid to go to the byline, which mm. I quite like about it. The thing is, though, the last couple of games he's come in in that position, his decision making's been awful. Like he should just go be be perfunctory. Go and get to the byline and just try and get a couple of crosses. Drop, drop the shoulder, do that. And if an opportunity presents itself, to go do the way and get a shot off. That's what I mean. The balls that he's put in or the things that he's picking out, you'd want a Rigi in the middle to get onto them. This like, is this is the point of the season that it always happens to us, though, with the fringe players. Like Klopp's done very well to keep them kind of going, but also, and maybe this is a result of the winter break as well, that everyone's kind of your fringe players are less in rhythm than your main guys, and now everyone's kind of dropped down a dropped down a rung. But we find this at this time of last year, where you, every year where this is the chance where you really need your fringe players to go, but it's also the time when does it start to creep into the heads of well, I know we roll in the squads. I'm only at this point of the end of the season. Have I got to think about you know the Euros, or am I thinking about a move in the summer, or you know, you do do you get the same level of intensity from them? Now we did last year because again, Gorigi comes in, and this is where he this is the time of the year from now on where he made his name for us, really, isn't it? But um, it's going to be a big test for those lads because we're going to need them. We saw it, yeah, we saw it at the weekend. Yeah, and look, spinning it all back to Kiter, I think. You know, Simon Brundish a long time ago on Twitter, I remember reading, said the, the biggest stat or the most important stat is games available for. And the lads that we're talking about that maybe could have affected that game, Nabi Kaita, Shakiri, they're not available for yeah. enough games for us. They're the ones that you'd be wanting to bring on in this type of a game mm-hmm. and they're not available. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a problem for us. And credit to Adam Lallana in that regard, because he should be on that list, shouldn't he? Of the players who's not who he's are definitely, who, who he come in and was one of the ones like you said, he had to post he, he looked like he was actually trying to yeah. and, and like I said, it, it's only hindsight that we looked at that and think, oh, wouldn't it be nice for him to start? Minamino will be one of them, I think, in time. But it, again, we were saying, we're watching, I feel a bit sorry for well, him. See, that's mad. Remember when we brought Chamberlain on, we were going to be like 4 0 and City away. Mane had been sent off, we just like, threw, threw off. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> go on, do something. <laughs> it was a bit like that, you know. Yeah, that, that lad, 
this isn't his season. His season's probably next season. He might yeah. listen, he might score a couple of big goals between now and then, but he's not. He just wants to. It's like on the, become a legend mode or whatever. You just you just want someone to pass it to you so you can just try and do something. All you want to do is complete a couple of passes, just get some touches of the ball. That's all he's looking That's for. The game, you know, and he got and the problem is of course he's immediately in that territory of he's dropping deep to try and get the ball, just to get on the ball, just so he can feel like he can have some tangible impact. Whereas really, you know, there needed to be probably a bit more a pragmatic approach to that. And I don't, I don't know what the answer I to that was. I, I agree with, with George. I do think, listen, we, although he's the greatest manager we've had for a long time, like you can't blame the manager. Mm-hmm. Like everything he did was shit. You know, it didn't work. Yeah. There's logic behind it, and sometimes it is what it is, isn't that? Is that the process is fine, but like. Sticking Dibokri left wing and putting Mo Salah up front to go to those two grocks. <laughs> I was like, what are you expecting to do? You are, you're, you're asking for magic. You're not, you're not planning a goal. You're saying, we need Mo on the edge of the box to do one of his mad, mazy runs and twists. And he can do that. But that, you know, that isn't a Liverpool goal. Liverpool's goals are byline, Robertson, cutting in, Trent away. It was, it was as if Klopp had gone, roll the dice, get all four of the lads up front yeah. and let's just see what we can get. And if you're going to do that, you're better sticking Origi up front and just twatting at him. And just going, oh, putting Van Dijk up there and going, you know what? We're just we're gambling on throwing the dice. Let's just go for it. It was a, it was just like it was almost like he had a bit of a brain fart. And listen, it's fine. We 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 all have off days. It's 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 one of them. It just never looked like we had a plan to. From one nil down, we had the bloody nose. And I've always battled pull at one nil. And I'll back to my two nil down to get something out of the game. Mm-hmm. But at two nil, I, I was sitting, I was sitting watching it with with, with, with my fiance, my kids, and she was going bloody hell, they're losing. They never lose. I was like. Yeah, I don't think they're getting back into this one. Like at West Ham, I was like, it's West Ham. I, I had a feeling we get. Someone. You need yeah. five I minutes. Never, yeah, you just need five minutes after to be like, right, go and show us something. Go and have a really big chance. Go and do, I remember they mentioned earlier with the Dortmund game in, in in the Europa League. They they got the the early goals, and you're like, oh shit! But you're like, you just need a reaction. You need to show that they're gonna. We've got something in some fight in us. And if the, if you survive the five ten minutes after that. As the opposition team, you're starting to think that you've kind of got a little bit in yet. Yeah, you know, um, we, we just didn't. We, you know, I think you're not testing the goalkeeper particularly. Milner you're not and get... Henderson come into it because yeah. I think they're the ones who, who kickstart that and have that bit of spark. They may not be the creative kind of, but they're the ones who let the creative players, you know, excel because they're the ones who are shoring things up and, and kind yeah. of well, kickstarting that. I agree. I think that they Henderson particularly, he, this is why he's a great captain. Not only is he the shouter, but he's also the player that, that runs around yeah. and shows everyone yeah. the effort that's needed. I think to that's be, why it's hard for Van Dijk because as much as it's lead by example and things, one, you've just conceded a 2-0 goal, so if you're shouting at me to do you do your job, I'll do mine. But then also I think there's not a lot he can do in terms of showing... How hard he's working, other than you know putting in. He gets he gets on the ball at one point and hits a great through ball to Robbo, doesn't he? And then Robbo, it's a bit of a shit shot. I mean, it must be really annoying because that's the area of the field that he takes his shots from in the warm ups every single game, and he just sticks it right at the keeper. Yeah. But they the cross wasn't on because they they would drop yeah. back and the, Near the situations was, as you you fall back, you just blam it toward the goal. You're open for a cock up or a, a rebound. Yeah, or that one it, one in one hundred where it comes off exactly the right part of your boot with exactly the right amount of spin that puts it in the one ball sized gap. Between the goalkeeper and post, anywhere that is in the frame. I felt <coughs> that Wayne Aldum couldn't impact the game. I thought he was, mm-hmm. I thought he was babysitting Fabinho a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's times in the first half when 
Wine Alden was making last ditch tackles in our box, and that in that system that isn't really his job. Yeah, there was there was the one where he, he wins the ball back and he nearly, he nearly loses it. Will Hughes nearly nicks it off him, but he's he's on his own in the middle of our box. That that's that's not really where he's made. They won the midfield well, battle. Yeah, yeah they won I the think as well. Wine Alden got roughed up a lot, and you you saw the the tackle that Will Hughes and he leaves it in on him, and Wine Alden was like looks like he's about to deck him, and I thought he's got in your head there yeah. of like that's Wine Alden's game of not dirty. But being strong and ref, sort of shoving yeah. and, and that type yeah. of thing. So for him to win that yeah. is, is, you know, that's, well, I'm better at your game than you are. And like, I play for Watford. And, and that's what I mean about that is that you could have, Liverpool couldn't match that, it couldn't match aggression. Yeah. And you didn't need to we didn't need to necessarily match it. But it actually would have, that's a game where James Milner just goes and puts one of them in the stand. Yeah. 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 And, and, Probably and, too. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> or Jordan Henderson, does it. Jordan Henderson gets in and get. You need that guy who, who makes you feel like it's fine. Don't worry. They can be like that all, all, all they want. But you, in the whole, and he can be in the refs here. You've yeah. got him in midfield then. Yeah. Like Deeney not getting a yellow card for Trent. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, Henderson on that pitch, he is he is all over that ref. And the next thing Deeney does get him a yellow. Yeah. And the again, Van Dijk's a centre half. He, he can't do, do that. that. And, yeah. You don't really associate Wijnaldum and Chamberlain with that. Chamberlain's a bit nice at times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he got done in the corner and he started laughing. I was like, no, what the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> no, that's not, that, you're not laughing. Henderson sometimes comes across to me as like a bit of a, a fake hard man. Yeah. yeah. You, know, in that, you know what I mean? Like, he, he looks like he's not, but he's having a go and he's like, yeah. he's, he, there's no way in a million years Jordan Henderson takes them boot, like, let's try and get volley by Troy Deeney. No. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. He's either, he's, he's moaning, he's in Deeney's oh, yeah. He's in the, he's a, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't happen. And, to be fair, the ref did no favours because by not booking Deeney for that, you are laying down a, a, a level. You're, you're, the you're, only thing you're, I you're saying this. to us, right, you're, I'm going I'm to let you leave one in here. Yeah. The thing but, about it is that I, I had a little moment, I was like, oh, the referee, oh, the, I'm not sure. And then it's Michael Oliver, isn't it? And you go, well, he's the best ref in the country, isn't he? Like, you mean, so what are you going to do? There's no one else. You know what I mean? You can't even have a hypothetical situation where you give it to another referee and they do a, they do a better job. It was one of them. I think ultimately it's got to be written off as, if you got, you're right, I think you're right. If you're going to have a fucking off day, have it be the worst it can possibly be. So at least, because you know, I was joking before, and I am joking when I say this, I was quite actually excited, excited to do this because it's like, it's actually quite nice to talk about the things that are, what, what, can, what needs to be done and where things went wrong because, Becomes a bit like, and I'm, uh, there's something in there now. They've got something to learn. They get to go in and do the do the. They've got in on Sunday and they've done their post match analysis and all that kind of stuff. And there's something for them to all take away. Mm. Here's what you did wrong. Not like not, you're not clawing for small things. It's like right here's, here's here's all the things you did wrong. Go and work on them. Something to do. Something to something to improve on. Which sounds fucking stupid to be honest, but. It, it, at least it at least it freshens the message up a bit, as opposed to just keep going, keep doing what you do. And it's like, nah, that was shit, lads. And if you play like that again, it's going to happen again. You got it. We got. We've got what well, we got. Twelve points. We need twelve points to win the league. Like we, we up to us now to decide whether we do that in four games or ten. Yeah. The big, you know, the two big cup games coming out. You, if you play like that in those two games, you're gonna listen. We're gonna. You're probably you're gonna win the league. We're all gonna have a brilliant time in May. We're all gonna be having a really good party. But. Do you want an even bigger party? Do you want to be in the Champions League final again? Do you, do you, do you fancy winning the FA Cup? Because why, why not? Because if you play, if you do those again, yeah. then that's that's gonna go. And listen, it won't tarnish this season because this season's gonna go down as an amazing season no matter what. Um, but I do think that the message it must be hard sometimes as a manager to say you need to do this, this, and this because they're probably thinking we were absolute shite against West Ham, but we still won. 
So yeah. e- even if it's only that little tiny, tiny percentage yeah. where they stand, they were crap and they got well, you know, three 0 flat at Liverpool. Like yeah. five would have been, yeah. you know, Watford missed some chances. Yeah. The lad misses his easiest chance, you know, for, for Zaccia. Yeah. So it's like, you know, our goalie makes a really a fuck up and then saves it yeah. straight. You know, they could have had five. So I do think if, if Klopp ever wanted to absolutely hammer them. He can, he, you know, he, if he's doing a do it, it's going to yeah. be. This is, there's probably that thing that you can hammer them after West Ham, but there's probably a thing where they think, oh no, it's fated. This, like Lady Luck's on our side, it's mm. going to bail us out if we keep if we keep going. And we've had a lot of them this season. It's nice sometimes for it to to run out. I, I want to, I say, I say no I want to ask you the question about the invincibility thing, because um, I had said I've been saying for a few weeks, and it's easy to kind of say this, and it seemed like it's revisionism or whatever, but. I like the idea of going invincible because I like the idea of doing something that's you know that not that isn't often done, and the gold trophy thing would have been lovely, small as it is. Um, and it's not to say that because we've done that, it means we're now going to win a treble or we're going to do a double. They're not. That's not how it works. But how we how we feeling about the fact that Liverpool can't can't now be do the invincible? I thing? personally, my thing with the invincibles is I don't class the invincible season as good as say City's hundred point season. Okay. City drew twelve. Arsenal's invincible. Drew twelve games. If Liverpool drew twelve games this year, they wouldn't win the league. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think we would. I think City would probably. I mean, City have been a bit up and down, but mm-hmm. you know, if you if you're going to win twenty six and, and draw twelve, I don't think you're probably going to win the league. Okay. Or it's going to be hard. So, I think City Centurions is the best. That's the benchmark. I think the hundred points they set is the is the standard. It would have been nice not to listen. It'd be nice to break both. And losing games is crap. But. Like I, I don't get like why that. If we so if we drew five of the games that we've won, but also drew against Watford, is that a better season because you haven't lost the game? That that kind of I can't get my head around. That. It's only better if all we if all we win is the Premier League. You, you, if you get me, because you get that extra thing on on top of it. I, yeah, I think it, I think it, and I said this at the start it's, it's a very difficult thing to do because if you're in other competitions they may take priority if the league's wrapped up we don't have that anymore we don't have that hanging over us we don't have that pressure going into games to be invincible and you get the option to go in there and fire the lads up and say listen what you've done is incredible so far you have a fucking off day like that again and you won't win any other trophies Chelsea will knock you out the cup Atletico will take advantage of you if you win that game again you might go in there in poor form like we've seen, we've been complacent since the winter break. That's the word. You know, lacking rhythm and all that, we've been complacent. Yeah. Mm. We've, we, we've almost, I got I think, got to a point where we believe the rest of the league's shit or we believe we're so much better yeah. than the rest of the league that it kind of doesn't matter. That's a really dangerous place to be. We don't have that anymore. And for one loss, I'm happy that that's the case. Say Guardiola's, we beat Guardiola's 100-point team. We, we beat the 100-point team. I think we did. It was the 4-3, the the, the it was, wasn't it, yeah. the 4-3 one? Do you, do, you, do you have the game against United when they could win the league and then they lose? You know what I mean? So it's, it's one of those, isn't that? I've got, it would have been nice to break both. I think that could have, you could have, in one fell swoop, you could have had the points record, oh, and by the way, we never lost a game as well. Yeah. But like, if you ask me, from the greatest Premier League teams, I, I don't even know if they're like top three, the Invincibles. But it was, it was listen, what he did was amazing. Because they won a title and with 90 points, I think it was well done, fantastic. But like, I see it more a case of like, it was the, it's the I want that points, I want 101 points. Because I think that, it, I know, I saw Roy Keane say you, you don't look at your back of your medal for your points and all that. But mm-hmm. I think if you, I think that is the benchmark. I still, I, I put Pep City at that, that season 
that's the one that everyone that that should be the aim. The thing for me, I could, I, I want, I, I think for me, invisibility was ranked above points tally because I don't really care. I think once you win the Premier League, I don't really care yeah, about how many points mm-hmm. you win because I think that's less. I think because you you get nothing extra for that. There's no more silverware in the cabinet for for the amount of points. The gold that trophy, fancy that. But the gold trophy is something, isn't it? You know, again, all you've got to do is look at how Arsenal fans have reacted to us losing that and all those pictures. Like again, what a month ago you didn't even know it existed. Now you've probably seen that picture fucking half a dozen times in the last in the last two couple of days. Um, again, for me, it's about yeah. I think we're now at this point where it's good because I think you're right. It takes the pressure off. We're not we're not as fans as well. It means that. We were in danger of it all being dead disappointing. I was winning the league and it being a massive anticlimax, whereas I think hopefully it refocuses on Liverpool. No matter when, you know, as long as they win the league, that's the most important thing, and anything else on top of that should be considered a bonus, really. I think as well, like, I think anyone would be lying if you said it, but it didn't slightly annoy you that the. Because I wasn't that arsed about going invincible. It wasn't like. You know, the fact that Liverpool winning the title in my lifetime is, is what I wanted to be the top team. Because obviously you have previous generations of talking about Liverpool and having that sort of badge of honour of Liverpool. So to have that was the main thing. But I think it was just the way it was lost that kind of annoyed me the most. Of It wasn't like, you know, we had this big tough battle and we were unlucky because we just lost out. Or there was a ref to blame or there was something... It was generally just a poor performance that like you just stood there going, do you just not realise what you've just done there? You just were one win away from breaking a record and you could have, like, you've just, like, just have a look at that and yeah. kind of, because it, it generally was just like people turned up and then at the end of it, it was just like, oh, shit, 90 minutes, oh, we've just messed that up there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, 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 that was the most annoying thing. Not that we've lost the invincible season or whatever, just the way that we did I it. I think we have to be very careful, by the way, about you mentioned anti-climax and stuff, is that, if you'd have said to us Liverpool are going to win the league on 77 points on the last kick of the season, you'd have all bit the hand off. We were yes. all prepared for that, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. We were this season whatever prepared happened, to win it in the, if we'd the last If we'd have left it and everyone was like got like 80 points and we listen, so as and when they win the league, like you've got to be careful that it doesn't become that because it's almost been that right, like you say, like they could get knocked out the FA Cup by Chelsea and they could get knocked out the Champions League by Atleti. That, that is not beyond the realms of possibility. And they can still win the league with seven games to go. And there's a, there's a there's a there's a almost a something out there that makes you think well that'll be a bit rubbish no yeah. no no it, should, it really shouldn't yeah. we have to be very very careful and the fact that we hyped ourselves just going back yeah. to the invincible stuff right I'm I'm with Steve I think the points matters more I think everybody gets a chance to go to go and score as many points that's the point of the league you go and score as many points as you possibly can so to get the highest points total ever is the most important thing there for me. I'd rather have three wins and get nine points than draw nine times. Mm. You know, that's the way I look at it, you mm. know what I mean? Or, or if, you know, I'd rather get three wins and a loss yeah. to get nine points out of 12 than fucking draw nine and lose three. Yeah, I think that, you it, know, it, it, and, but, and also on the, on the trophy side of things, it's a bag of balls. Really, like it's it's not a trophy that matters. You, 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 it's not up for grabs at the start of the season, realistically. And it's kind of like them singing about it, is us singing about being world champions. Everybody knows it's a fucking shit competition to win, but you're gonna ram it down everyone's throat like it's the greatest. Like, like it actually fucking means something in, in football. Like what we've done, that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's I all get, they're I doing. Get, they I know get what's fucking worthless. Yeah, listen, Arsenal on the Arsenal's greatest win was that, and the second greatest moment was Serge Gnabry scoring against Tottenham. So the, <laughs> when you're having that, we've had it. When you have them type of seasons, you'll see something going 
against one of your rivals and you'll, you'll jump all over. Oh, Schadenfreude, isn't it? We talk about this all the time. But our highest points of being a Liverpool fan over the last 30 years have often been something bad happening to Man United. Like, yeah. I, cel- I, I remember celebrating the Aguero goal. And I was back. I remember yeah. jumping up and down. I was yeah. like, now I'd be like, all right. I hate them as much. Yeah. But you know what I mean? But it's like, at the I time, think, it was like. There's, ultimately, you see it all the time. There's, uh, there's, a, there's an episode of How About Your Mother based on the concept of it, of like the perfect game. You play, playing for the perfect game comes with its own set of stresses that I don't think Liverpool need. And I don't know whether it makes it more or likely for us to win other silverware. But if you because if that I think I think trying not to lose a game in the league becomes an obsession, mm. and that's why Arsenal drew so many games because it became Benga's obsession, and, and that's why and I, I I I can't I will never sit here and denigrate that Man United fans love to try and go oh look how many games he drew who's asked they didn't lose a game in a season it's unreal yeah. and and the reason nobody else has done it for the, for the reason because it's basically impossible and that's where we should, we should have got to it Paul is that what you mentioned there we should have been that we should have we should have won the league and then our focus could have been. Now we can draw every single game. Yeah. It doesn't that's, matter. That's, that's what it could. That's what it could have been if that's yeah. what you were interested in. By losing this, you kind of you're, you're taking that away. So I agree. Well, you get jitters. It brings jitters into your game. Yeah. People talk yeah. about the mentality yeah. of these footballers and they'll thrive in it. They, well, everyone will crack under the pressure eventually. Like but you go bowling and trying to get a strike in every single thing because you only all you know is that. That all you've got to do is when you're halfway through, so at any point in the movement, it just takes your brain to go uh, and do anything, and it's done. It, that, that, and that's that's the pressure that is. And the longer that runs, the more that pressure mounts. And again, that's why I think what Arsenal did was incredible. I ranked that as the you know was probably one of the biggest achievements in football that they've done there, never to be taken away from them. But and we we can't know whether this is a thing until the end of the season. If Liverpool go on and, and add another cup. Even if we don't, who cares? As long as we box the Premier League off, it doesn't matter. But if we, in addition to that, either break a points total, break the points record, or we pick up the FA Cup, or we manage to pick up the European Cup in between that, then ultimately that's better because that'll be... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's my take anyway, on it. Anyway. I, I, I love it all. Like this, this, like, you know, United always talk about the treble winning season. I think that is more impressive than Invincibles, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is. I think City have got the Centurions, Arsenal have got the Invincibles... And no matter what, I know that Liverpool, this is one of the greatest Liverpool sides. And you're not going to, people arguing about who's the greatest between the 99 this and the Invincibles that, doesn't really matter. All that matters to me is that Liverpool win the Premier League yeah. and that we win it again next season mm-hmm. and that you go on and dominate. Let someone in 15 years' time decide how good this Liverpool side is. Right now, I'll fucking enjoy watching them every single week because I know how good this Liverpool side are. 100% brilliant, Chris. Couldn't have, couldn't have wrapped it up any better myself. Um, there you go. That is the final words on Watford 3, Liverpool 0. Uh, I, I was genuinely prepared for that to be 20 minutes and then get off. So well done, everyone. <laughs> that was uh, that was good. Thanks for, for watching, for listening uh, and for subscribing. If you want more, head over to the Redmen TV com and sign up is completely free for the first month and you get loads of amazing additional content so even when it's not good we've got you back when it's brilliant we've got you back we've got you covered from every single angle of Liverpool on and off the pitch in video form and in podcast form as well uh, we'll be back for the build up show as uh, the FA Cup looms and a perfect chance to put things right we shall see you there ta